Hey Pearls, it's Nate here, and welcome to the Positivity Parlor. Um, you are in season five of the Positivity Parlor, and we are so glad that you are back listening yet another time. As you know, we have four pearl pillars, and our pillars are healing, celebration of achievement, self-adoration, and positivity. And today, we're going to be digging a little bit more into the healing and the positivity side. Today, you are in luck because we have a very, very special guest on the show with us. Her name is Trina, and um, we've known each other all of our lives. You will get to dig in today, um, and today's episode is going to be twofold. So before um, I even let you know what we're going to be talking about, let me explain a little bit about the twofold situation. Um, so you're going to be hearing various parts of our friendship and how our friendship played um minor roles in the experiences that Trina had. Now, that was not purposeful. Um, When we recorded the episode, it just so happened that many of the experiences that she had, I was a part of and vice versa for me. If I was to give many of the stories and give details, um, you would definitely hear how she was a part of some of those things that happened in my life. So what I want you to do is sit back I want you to listen up. I want you to open up your mind and get ready to explore this twofold podcast, which is going to be a little bit different because, like I said, you're experiencing both our friendship and you're also going to be experiencing the things that Trina has healed from and how she's being positive in one very serious situation that she is currently facing. Stay tuned. We have been together like all of our lives. Let's just say that all of our lives. We went to school together. And I know you guys are probably like, oh my goodness, you went to every school with Shakima. Yes. So we all were in the same schools together. We elementary school, um, junior high school, and high school. Um, We split when it came to college years, but we we were together forever, forever, forever. Um, And, but, me and Trina, like she was literally the um, maid of honor in my wedding. Um, we just been, I mean, we got our first perms together. <laughs> I mean, I mean, now she's natural. I'm not so much. Don't jump on me, Naturalista. Don't jump me down. Okay. Okay. So, like, yes, everything, I mean, like, every experience you have as a, <laughs> as a lady or just coming up, I mean, birthday parties, everything, everything. first, first cell phones, yes, yes, we, we dated, cut friends, friends. cousins, oh, God, <laughs> Ooh, had moments, okay. like, right. a whole bunch of stuff, oh, yes, my God, a lot, a lot, okay, so now you got that little background, I'm just gonna let her share something, Something funny that she wants to share about all of the years that we just been kicking it. So as Tay said, we've been like rocking for years. But um, and I have so many memories, but like one of the funniest memories that still come up is like we used to make songs for everything. We could be walking past the sign. 
we could be walking past a sign like it says beware of a dog and we'll just bust out in a song and like start dancing in the street like we make songs for everything in our crazy little language that we developed um from our fifth grade teacher so that is one of the one of the things that we still kind of like go back on like oh remember when we made a song about bananas or remember when we made a song about um Somebody in the um the, the the security guard in the hospital, yeah, with, with the with the eye who was like busting us down for making too much noise. Like we have like in, endless endless songs, endless songs. And she's like one of one of those people though. Like even though we like moved on to live our separate lives, she's always the one person that I can still call if I want to laugh, if I need to cry, if I need prayer, like anything. Tay is like there. So like we have history and that's like, but that's one of the things with our little um, language that we still like go back to, go back to sometimes. Okay, so you know, we, we have to, we have to give a little bit more information on the language, right? So oh, the language, Lord. the language comes from our fifth grade fifth teacher. Grade teacher. His name was Mr. Phil, and he was, you know, he was Caribbean, but he just had a way of saying things. He was, like, a really good teacher. Oh, my Um, God, he talked so hard. (laughs) Yes, like, like, when we were reading, we would do, um, we would do popcorn reading, right? And so, Mm -hmm. um, like, reading. No way, I like what he (laughs) said. He would say, pick it up, Ron. Pick it up. Pick it up, yes. No. Oh my god. Oh, and don't be not pay- oh. like don't let him catch you not paying attention. Oh my god. Pick it up. Like, oh my god. We just went and ran with that language and we ch- we switched it up every year. It was something else. Every yeah. Added a little so. twist to it. And we could be talking in front of people. Don't nobody know but know what we're talking about. Cold. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That okay, and we still could we okay. could still say something is like, wait, what? I'm like, she understands, Tay understands, right? Exactly. Nobody, nobody needs to know our code, <laughs> right? Okay, right, right, so right. now, now we gotta talk about the what? Wait, oh, okay, so we didn't make a song, but we made a saying about the hospital guy, right? Oh yeah, the, um, hospital security guy, <laughs> right? So what happened was we went, we were always with each other's families, right, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, um. So we um we went to the hospital for my cousin. We, we took him to the hospital or something like that was going on. And we were just cracking jokes in like the lobby area. So I guess we were too loud uh for the security guard. And it was um, so and late. we are usually not yeah, it was very it was very late. I mean like we hours maybe like two AM. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um and he was like, You know it's a hospital <laughs> That was the funniest thing to us, and we still laughing at that. And that had to be oh, that was so many years ago. High school, yes. high school. Oh God, with his little eye, I can't. Yes, I cannot. Yes. He was so serious right. too. Oh Jesus! So, so now that you have a little sense of our relationship, now you okay? We can move a little bit deeper into the podcast, but. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back.
Hey Pearls, we are jumping back in. Um, as you know, we have Trina with us today and you kind of already got a sense of our relationship and everything. So what we want to do is um, we're going to hand, um, hand Trina the floor and we're gonna let her share some of the topics that she's gonna talk about with us today. So take it away, Trina. Okay. Um, so first of all, ladies, thank you, or Tay, thank you so much for you know sharing your platform. Um, your work is definitely appreciated and it's definitely necessary. Um, I want to like dig a little deep because as women specifically, for us women of color, we always are labeled as like strong women and like we, we feel like that we got to be a certain way all the time, but it's okay to go through stuff and talk about it and it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to like not always be the strong woman or... It's okay if your story even doesn't fit everyone's opinion of which, what they feel like you should be. So I just wanna like touch on a few topics um, from like a traumatic experience in my life that I suffered when I was 19, how my focus was so blurred and um, down to like five years in a toxic relationship um, and then trading one toxicity for another one um, with my next relationship. Um, betrayal from one of my closest people and then now to like battling a health condition um, most women have five most black women um, it shows has has fibroids and this is like the second time that I'm battling um, this vicious disease that nobody seems to know where it comes from or um, anything like that so you know it's just basically about how do we move past like the why me you know why do I have to go through it? Um, why is why why does everybody else get to not experience this, and I'm, I I have to go through this? Or why do you put me through something so traumatic at a young age? Um, just asking those questions and like being able to cope and being able to come with the realize come to the realization that it's okay. Like your story is your story, and um, a lot of times it's not even for you. So like. Yeah, you're going through these things, but imagine what is going to come out of your story. Um, so that those are some of the things that I want to touch on today. All right, so perfect. We're going to jump into the first thing. But before we do that, I heard um, a lot of things about strength. And um, sometimes strength is not strong. And that's right. literally what I heard when um, you were talking. And just recently, like... I was in a little situation where, so, you know, you all know that I'm married to the pastor. Um, and there was a little situation that happened recently where um, I literally had to like come out of my character and kind of like tell somebody off. Um, and it shocked the entire, and this, this is a little bit embarrassing, but I'm just gonna tell it, like it shocked Listen. my entire, um, yeah, I know, shocked my entire youth my youth ministry like I am the leader of the youth ministry and um but I, I like you know at at the end of the day this person like kept coming in my face and was pointing in my face and then grabbed me and so you know when when it comes to stuff like that it's like they were so shocked because they never seen that side of me like the mm -hmm. side where I'm getting ready to like launch at somebody if they don't leave me alone um, and so they, we all, we had a meeting on Wednesday and I just let them kind of like go and tell their, um, you know, their, 
their opinion and their side and they they you know felt a little way about it but um and it's just it it annoyed me I have to be very honest it annoyed me because um and then I mentioned it to somebody else like another friend and then she was also surprised like you did you always do the right thing and I'm just like so let's if somebody is in your face with fingers and doing all of that like you're you're not gonna be calm like your natural human reaction is like fight or flight um, and while I didn't like beat anybody up, <laughs> you know, like I had to literally tell them off. But you know, it just it just shocked my my youth ministry, and um, so I was a little bit annoyed, as I said, because like now I'm like on a a, a judge and jury trial with with my youth, and they just going on and on, and so. But I had to listen to them because, as a grown adult, I have to show them that things happen, and you know you. You bounce back from it. It was a little annoying. It was ve- not a little. It was very annoying. Uh, but it's just like I am human. Just because you right. see me and right. I am the pastor's wife, I was not right. always the pastor's wife. And I mean, it's not like I was wild fighting in the street and right, all right, that right. stuff. But like, don't push me. <laughs> right. So you know, um, don't push me because you going, you gonna see. That's it. Yeah. And literally, they were like, "Oh my God, we never seen." They call me Taya. Like oh my god, we never seen the um the get down tail, so it was just so shocking. <laughs> it was cute, but um, you know, it just it really it really got under my skin because I'm like I shouldn't even be at this place. The next time I'm just gonna walk away and let the saints be the saints. But as I said, fingers was in face, grabbing right. was going on. So like, you know, I think I did the most saved reaction that I could have possibly mustered up at that time but yeah like when strength is not strong literally so we're gonna take another little break and then we're gonna jump back into our first topic um and Trina's gonna let us know about suffering a traumatic loss at the age of 19 we'll see you when we get back All right, Pearls, welcome back. Um, I know you're really going to enjoy this one. Every every episode is going to be really, really good. So make sure you stick with us. Stick with us. Stick with us, Pearls. Okay, so we're going to um, talk about um, some a traumatic loss that happened uh, when Trina was like around 19 years old. Um, so in, in a real brief, just kind of like, Tell us what mm-hmm. happened, and then we'll dig in with a little bit more questions and stuff. Go ahead. Okay, so um, at 19, um, I suffered a traumatic loss. Um, the person who I thought was the love of my life was shot and killed. Well, who was the love of my life? You know, at 19, though, like, do you really know? Um, <laughs> was shot and killed, and it was actually taken... I remember this story like it was yesterday. She was the one who called to deliver the news um but he was shot and killed after a fight in the park um so that was like one of the like stamps in my life that really like shifted my thinking on a lot of things um yeah it was it was it was bad it was bad it like shifted my thoughts um about how I was towards people it shifted my thoughts of 
me getting close to anyone and because I thought like, oh my gosh, I love this person so much. God, how can you take this person away from me? Um, and But it happened. So it kind of like shifted how I thought about everything in life going forward. And I went through a lot of things with this person um, that were not necessarily healthy. As a matter of fact, a lot wasn't healthy. Um, and in the end though, God made it all make sense for me. So that was like a really like pressing time in my life. And I, I like dealt with, I, I thought I was gonna break. Thank God for prayer um, because they like brought me back. My vision was so blurred by this relationship. I was giving so much attention to this person. It was like nothing else mattered. But you would never know that. I was like so chill about it. And I didn't even know to the extent of it until it was gone. And then I had to like regroup and come back and say, all right, what happened here? So that was like really one of those like trying times in my life. Okay, wow. So, I mean, I know that somebody can relate to a story like this, um, whether it be the part of losing um, someone that you love um, or the part of putting your all into somebody else um, that you probably are not necessarily getting back because I heard, you know, some things that was unhealthy and also like after a loss, trying again, getting close to any, um, you know, getting close and, and shifting thoughts. So um, the question that I have is like, can you tell us a little bit more about like, um, like, why did you decide that you didn't you didn't want to get close to anyone again? Like, what what was going on there in your mind? Um, so the feeling of, and I'm not I'm sure someone can relate. The feeling of feeling like you love someone so much, and then like in one moment it just disappears, is like a gut wrenching wrenching feeling. It's like, wait a minute, like. So how can you, I'm like, God, how can I, if, if we, if he left just like that, how can I connect myself to somebody else? Suppose, that's, that's when you start questioning, playing those questions in your head. Suppose I get close to somebody else and then it happens again. Like how, I'm, I'm never gonna love somebody like that because then I run the risk of them not being here one day. And that feeling is like a feeling that I couldn't describe at the moment. Um, but as you get older, you learn to like release those things and like detach yourself from those fears um, so that you can actually move forward. Okay, great. I mean, yes, I definitely heard like feeling of fear um, and that starting again. And then in that explanation, we heard um, a little more about like how your thoughts were shifted. Um, like how could you actually love somebody else because they might be taken away? So then that the, the shifted thoughts were also built into fear. And, mm -hmm. and ladies, this is why we have to heal. And I'm I love yes. that yes, we yes, can yes. come on this show and or this Ooh. podcast 
and really talk about how like how we are healing like how like what were the steps that we put in place and so that other people can like learn from us and stuff like that all right so like you said you got older and you started like releasing those things we love it um okay we're gonna like pause on that topic right there but I think what I want to do is come in with the next topic so this is one part of your life um so actually are you did you are you did you decide to date again after this I did I did I I was like all right lord I'm still like you I'm I'm gonna ask you questions but I'm not gonna like turn my back on you so I'm gonna be open to it and then that's when the next shift came (laughs) it's like it comes in waves right like the next one came so yeah I decided to to try it again and then that's the next part of it and that that has like I could go on and on and on and on for days about that situation the next situation okay so mm-hmm. um let's rewind what I didn't discuss is that I actually called Trina yes. and let her know what was going on with this person so like I said um this was when we were 19 years old I was still very much with my um high school boyfriend who I was with for like six and a half years something like that mm-hmm. um and my high school boyfriend and Trina's boyfriend were friends they were really very good friends almost like family um but they weren't related um and I was I was somewhere I was I think I was like on my way home and my boyfriend at the time called me and I mean I've I've never heard him this emotional he was like very much like the you know serious face strong person mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and um uh, just the like the pain in his voice when I when he even like said hello and then the tears start like bursting out and then he was explaining to me like what happened so you know like it was a fight in the park and they were over basketball and that's that's big well, again um I live currently live in Bushwick and I lived in Bushwick for years and I was living in Bushwick when that happened um and th- is Bushwick is like notorious for basketball games or dice games mm-hmm. and something going wrong so I mean there were plenty of stories and people that we know that we can talk about things right. going wrong from that right yes um okay so then he was he like you know basically like crying um and like screaming and just so angry and was like ready to get you know with other people and start looking for people it was just a mess um and but I just knew that Trina knew I knew that she knew I, right. I so when I called I will remember we called ourselves like not talking to each other yeah and then you yes. called me oh my god <laughs> I don't have my little attitude episodes <laughs> for no reason by the way no yes and I don't even know why we wasn't even talking but you know right? had for those no moments you know right. you know girl girl she got on my nerves she got on my nerves yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes but I was like I called and I'll never forget she was like doing her hair it was her and her my sister hair. yes yep doing her hair and I was like okay I, was like, I think oh boy what she want I was like I think you need to like maybe like sit down so first of all I'm like you know struggling because we went we didn't talk for like uh two weeks or something like that right and then this happened and I have to deliver this news but I I thought she knew when I called but 
she was so calm and um, like just relaxed. I'm like, okay, I know you don't know. I was like, have you heard from such and such? And she was like, no. And then I like let her know what was going on. And then I think she made contact with his mom and stuff like that. It was just, I will never forget that day, that moment, all of that. It was was an emotional wreck. Yes. I felt like I couldn't even breathe. It was so much emotion. Like, I was like, ooh, I I never want to experience that again. Mm -mm. Yeah, that was, that was a lot. But like at that, those points, that point in our lives, we had like, it was, we weren't in school and stuff together anymore. And so we were like working and doing our own thing. So we weren't, Mm -hmm. you know, around each other that much. So all of the pain things that's being described, I actually didn't know a lot of this but like if I know her like she just will not let you know how she's feeling and will suffer in silence until you be like it's earning in our language we say it's earning literally I will text that and try to spell it the best way I can it's hey baby right hey baby right we don't say baby we say baby because that's how we you know that's our language all right, so yes, that that was a that was a whole thing. So you know what, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about this next toxic relationship from one wave to the next. All right. So welcome back, Pearls. We just talked a lot about, um, you know, Trina's loss at 19 and, you know, all the roles that we played um, in it and and how she went from, you know, the feeling of fear to healing and being able to love again. So now we're here um, and we're getting ready to talk about this five-year relationship um, that she was in. And ladies, what I want you to do is listen up. And I want you to see the pattern here, because mm-hmm. if you are going through these same things, you gotta, you have to recognize the pattern. My favorite artist, John Demet Reynolds, sorry guys, I love him. Yes, I um, love him. He talks about cycles, and though, mm-hmm. and it's so real because these cycles mm-hmm. come up in our lives, and even though sometimes the cycles don't look identical, they are all rooted to one thing. Right. Okay. So you have to pay attention to what that thing is, what that experience, and that the cycles keep continuing. All right. So we're gonna jump right in, um, and we're gonna let Trina talk about this relationship. Okay. So for some background history, um, there was coming off of my first situation, um, I experienced everything. I mean everything by the age of 19 so going into this I thought like oh can nobody fool me I'm good I'm good ladies please do not ignore the signs at the beginning because there were so many signs in this relationship um that I saw um that I ignored um and kept going and it came back in and like I saw that I saw this I saw this so being in a relationship where someone is not ready um, to be committed is just like another setup for disaster. And that's what this was. I saw infidelity early on. Um, I actually never even spoke about it, but I saw it. I moved like away and um, we were kind of like 
connected in a different state. Um, and I saw things probably like the first month I was there. And I was like, oh Lord, like, what am I gonna do? I just moved down here. I can't tell nobody that I'm going through all of this stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it was like the signs, the infidelity, and um, it was like cool when it was cool. But you know, when you experience something and you just, every experience you learn yourself a little bit more. So I was at that, I was I was starting to come into myself um, in that light. So there was like, so much like then I was like in something but not in it I kept saying I'm leaving I didn't leave and every time I found something I was like (sighs) had a discussion and then um nothing happened I still was there and actually in this situation too here comes Tay (laughs) taking a flight (laughs) taking a flight down to Florida to help me truck myself my butt right back up to New York five years <laughs> later but you know like you start the question like why did it take that long like if you knew by year one and a half <laughs> two like what do you have to do with your with, deal with within yourself that like why why is it not easy for you to move forward what's that block like you have to question like do I know myself and I was starting to question things but then I was like, wait, wait a minute, it's not me. <laughs> but um, not me in, in a sense of like, why the person didn't want to be committed. But I did start to question like, do I really know myself? And that's when I started to question like, what do I really want? Let me start mapping out some of the things that I want because this is not it. Like um, jokes and good energy is, is fine. But when you're thinking about long-term, it's certain things that you have to cross up your list. If it's toxic, if it's not healthy, remove it remove it remove it so um that's what that's what that process was about but um it definitely was rooted I feel like in infidelity and I kept saying I always would say every time you do something I'm always going no because God wants um yeah God was telling me but I was I was still saying my behind right there so um you know like you gotta like move on what you feel you can't just let it sit with you because then it, you're just sitting and you're you're wasting time, and that's the one thing that you can never get back. Wow, um, I think the last statement said it all. You're wasting time, and time is the one thing that you could never get back. Like for real. Um, okay, so so many signs at the start. Give the ladies some example. Give our pearls some examples of. What were some of the signs that you were seeing? Um, what were some of the things that they should look out for if they are maybe not yet aware of what to look for? Mm-hmm. A total switch in, in emotions, but like random. You'd be like, wait a minute, now who did it? Because you was just good. Um, that, um, the whole, and not to say like everybody who puts their phones away is something crazy. But to give you an example, one day we was coming from a friend's house and um, he just had been drinking or whatever. So I was driving and I can't remember it. He had his phone in his hand, but being so intoxicated, he literally put his hand over his phone to like cover. And I was always the type where I'm going to watch first before I say something. Um, But just like crazy, like 
not normal behavior. Like you wouldn't normally do that. So why now? So like the shifts in attitudes or if he is the type of person to be like, okay, he always wants you with him going everywhere. And then you notice like a random, like, even though you gotta have your time, his time, and then y'all have to have time together. But like a random, like, oh, no, 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 I, I, I just wanna go. It's like, wait a minute, what's the shift? So um, things like that, but definitely behavior switches, postures and how they are towards you, the random emotional clicks off and on, um, things like that is you, you definitely am able like you're able to to recognize early on and the flirty flirty like oh you like attention type of thing because that's cool but when you want to be in a, a committed relationship it's certain things that you have to step back from that's not okay and it's okay to name it like that's not okay it's not acceptable in this relationship so I don't want it no, no, thank you. Crack <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so, okay. So I like, I like these examples that you gave, but I think again, the powerful part is the last part. Like ladies, it's okay to name what is not okay for you in a relationship. And it's like setting your boundaries. What y'all need to do is listen to some of my earlier podcasts, um, like episode three, four, because it talks a lot about like relationships like intimate relationships um so yeah but yeah name set your boundaries let them know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept because you know what it's okay and what you allow they will do Mm -hmm. and that's the bottom line what you allow they will do um if they know that you know you don't you don't tolerate that and whether it's going to and i think the problem is mostly um Trina like sometimes people just want to hold on so bad right you know they don't want to set the boundaries and they let any and everything go just to have somebody right. but it's like where's the substance <laughs> right you're unhappy it's unhealthy and it's not okay it's so like not. right set right. your boundaries and I mean you know not like on the first date you didn't name it down for right. right. things you know that's way too right. early way right. too early chill like when you know that you know you're getting a little bit serious like name your boundaries right. um, so yeah but as you get older Love though that. it's like you have you have to put those things out early um and thank right. god for like those experiences though because then i learned to like let me pray for what i want i, I need to be so specific in every little detail and that's what i was and now it's completely different so yeah all right ladies now you you got the advice so you got to take it all right we will be right back and then we're going to jump in with our next two topics i'm going to double up on the last two mm-hmm. so we can put those together yeah. all right so we'll be right back stay tuned Sorry, pearls. Hey, pearls. How are you guys? All right. Stick in there with us. You're enjoying this. I know you are. You're learning a lot. You're taking away a lot. And, you know, we're vibing. All right. So we still have Trina here with us. And she is now going to share um, betrayal. Um, betrayal. And now I know you guys are like, well, what was the, the toxic relationship? Well, yeah, that was one part of betrayal. But this betrayal is a little bit different. Um, and then after we share about the betrayal, we're going to jump in to the health 
um, battle that she's fighting as well. All right, take it away, Trina. Okay, it's, it's crazy because betrayal in a relationship um, can look almost identical in like a friendship or like it's, it's the same kind of feeling. Um, it's just different, um, like different people. So um, I'm, for anyone who knows me, I'm a really loyal person. I will do like anything I can for the people I love. So I was just put in a situation where I really, 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 I was like close, really close to someone and I gave them so much of like my energy and my time and um, it was like family. And I feel like now, like Tay said, if you don't know, then you don't know. Like if you don't ask me anything, you would never know I need anything. You would never, unless you ask a question. So I never like go to people for help. I'm always more comfortable giving the help. So um, at this situation, when I was actually leaving from Florida, um, I actually needed I needed them the most at the time. And there were like plans made and things like that. And then I feel like it shifted, like the whole thing shifted in like a matter of like weeks. And it threw me off completely because I could not understand how can, how are you so loyal in a friendship and then something like that happened. And I feel like it broke me so much and made me look at people as a whole. Now, now not just men, now people as a whole um, in a different light. It also built like a wall of fear. I was like, I'm not calling people friends no more. I don't trust folks. Like, no, no, we cool, but that we just gonna be cool. Like, I ain't best friend, no, 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 none of that. Um, I'll just keep this, I'll just keep it here. I'll just keep it surface level. Like, hey, what's up? You know, you won't know none of my problems. Most people don't anyway, but um, <laughs> I won't give you that side of me. So that was like a really, big thing in my life too but it's funny how like betrayal just translates and it doesn't matter if if you're in a relationship a relationship or if if it's a friendship so that um and then straight into me like battling with my fibroids um and as black women we're, we're not really taught like we eat whatever and we do whatever and we don't know like how much it's affecting our bodies and I can actually go back to like my first menstrual cycle. Um, and if I would have paid attention then, I would have, and if I would have known what I know now, I would have get help. But fast forward, I can remember when the first time I started seeing the signs that something wasn't right, I called my sister like, wait a minute, this cycle is like out of control. Um, and like, it was this now that I could think about it. I went through all of that, but this is like the hardest thing that I have, I think I've ever had to deal with because this is the one thing that I feel like I can't, I couldn't control. Like nobody knows where it comes from. The doctors don't have any answers. You know, the doctors tell you, oh, it's hereditary. Maybe it's, it's your genetics. They give you things to treat you and not to cure you. Um, in 2016, I had a surgery to move, to remove a tumor the size of a five month old fetus. Um, and I was, I can remember like losing so much blood, having blood transfusions and in and out of the hospital, like out of nowhere. And for a long time though, I blame myself for the choices that I made. And then I wonder if it was because, because of those choices that I was like battling these fibroids. That's another thing that you go back to like questioning yourself, like maybe it was me. And I had to forgive myself in order to come to the realization that 
you know, it's just another bump in the road. It's another another journey. But now I'm here. It's 2020, and fibroids are back. So it's like, okay, the first thing didn't work. That surgery didn't work. But how do I stay mentally strong so that I can fight this devil? Because <laughs> it, it's the devil. Um, I'm like, how do I stay? I'm like, how do I stay strong? Because Lord, this is the hardest thing I ever had to deal with. To to like wake up and you don't know what your day is gonna be. And to have your cycle and some some days like I can't even leave the house. That's that's how bad it is. And going through road like 12 rows of tissue in 24 hours, like really bad. But it's like, Lord, why? Why, 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 why? Um, and then when you take a step back, you realize like, maybe this is not for me. Cause a lot of black women are battling this and maybe my story is gonna save somebody else's life. So, but this fiber thing, ladies, ladies pay attention to your bodies, pay attention to the signs because this thing is no joke. Um, if you are hemorrhaging or I learned that you're only supposed to bleed three tablespoons a month. That's never been my period. Um, but if you are bleeding excessively, pay attention to these signs because um, it's 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 a hard battle to fight. And if you're not mentally strong, it can definitely break you. I've definitely had moments of like, I'm over this. God, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of going through this. I had breakdowns crying in the bathroom, pulling out all the tissue. Okay, remember that? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yes. having those moments, having those moments of like, I can't do it. And some days I still like, God, but I'm like, nope. If I if I keep believing that I'm healed, I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. Um, and I went through something at 17 where I'm like, God, please don't take, don't take my fertility away from me that that's the hardest thing to deal with like please if you gonna have me bleeding out and getting iron transfusions please but just don't take that away from me you know like and and they used to say like be careful what you say because when i was younger i the, that that tongue is a powerful thing when i was younger i always i don't want no kids i don't want no kids I, and i remember i worked at kmart and this lady was like you need to stop saying that because I'm in a situation where I can't have kids. And I was really young, but from that day forward, I never said it again. But wow. be careful, yeah, be careful what you say, what you speak, because even if it doesn't happen in the moment, you could be speaking something into existence that could, like you want something at 17, but at 30, 30 plus, I'm not gonna tell my age, <laughs> Um, you may not, you may not want that. And, and it may shift. You may, you may want something different. So be careful. Your, your tongue is really powerful. Be careful. But when you're going through these things, just speak life. No matter how down you get, speak life. Have a, have a, just speak life. Just, nope, I'm all right. I'm healed. I'm okay. It's going to be all right. Because the more you tell yourself that, the more it's like you pick, you pick yourself up to a level where it's like, I can deal with it. You gave me the strength so I could deal with it. So that's what I'm gonna do. Amen. Amen. Everybody say amen. Just say amen right right there. <laughs> um God. but for real, no. Um, okay. So that was a lot. That was a whole lot to take in. 
Um, but ladies, I'm just gonna try to recap. We have the betrayal, and then we have the health issues. Um, but understanding that things that we go through may not even be for us. And I think that is the part that keeps us fighting another day. Um, when we realize in like platforms like this, where we can right. share our stories and empower other women um, that might be suffering or going through the same things. It may, be, it may not be exactly the same, but excuse me, something similar, right? And so that's why that's why we have to keep like the women empowerment going on. Um, mm-hmm. But one thing that, yeah, one thing that you said um, about like speaking life, even though things are negative, um, I get real worried because I see a lot of stuff on social media, and mm-hmm. I think about our young ladies, and they're so mm-hmm. impressionable. They're so impressionable. There's so many things that they take in um and I like I always bring this up I like been talking to my young people about guarding their gates their eyes their ears Mm -hmm. and just you know guarding what you're taking into your spirit because you're planting a seed but um Mm -hmm. they have all these things out now about like um like it's women empowerment but it's like it's slowly going like I don't know to the left yeah Mm -hmm. I and Mm -hmm. I I can't give a specific example off right here off the top of my head, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, just be be very careful too, like what you um, are feeding feeding your spirit and everything, um, mm-hmm. and don't and, and speak life. It's okay to speak life. It's okay to um, feel sad and then get up and keep kicking. You know, mm-hmm. we're not gonna waddle in our sadness. We and I know like a lot of things are saying like it's okay to feel down and take them up but like you got to be careful with some of that stuff because you put something on yourself like so just don't stay there be be super careful about it like don't say it you know so get sad and then get back up and keep moving Trina, she shared so much with us. Um, and I know you ladies can relate to one or two or three of the things that she has gone through and that she has shared with us. But we want to end off by just um, giving Trina the floor to tell us um, some of like the best practices and some of the advice that she would give to women going through similar situations. Um, and when she's finished with that, we're also going to talk about what does a healthy lifestyle look like for a woman dating with no kids, right? So we have me, married with two kids, and then um, we have um, some others that might be just single with no kids. My advice that I would give will sound a little bit different from the advice that Trina might give. So we want you to get, we want you to learn all that you get before we let her go off this off this podcast. All right, so we're going to give Trina the floor. She's going to give us some advice, and then she's going to tell us about what does a healthy lifestyle look like for a woman dating with no kids? Okay. Ladies, just center yourself. You know, try your hardest to find the good in every negative. Like, I promise there's always something great right below the surface just waiting to be released if you just, like, have patience that um, 
something better is there like and you yeah either it's gonna be a blessing a lesson but then it'll still be a blessing like it'll teach you something um journal 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 you have to have an outlet to release your thoughts as they come um you know like just get it out um make sure that the people in your circle will one tell you the truth um tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear because we get tripped up with that sometimes too the yes ma'am and then you still suck because you got the people saying something that you don't need to hear um two um a, a circle of individuals that'll keep you lifted in prayer when you don't have the strength to do it yourself and then then two like people who encourage you and you also got to learn to encourage yourself encourage yourself like it's gonna be all right when nobody else will no it's gonna be all right nope it look a little blurry right now but it's gonna be all right and for a healthy lifestyle for me it begins with prayer it begins with prayer i i tried to start days without prayer it's a whole mess um (laughs) also like vision have a vision for what you want it's all right and it could be the simplest little things um like i want this xyz anything is your vision um customize it to yourself um watch what you feed your mind your body your spirit definitely take care of your body lady these temples are ladies these temples are so like so important um and if that don't function properly um then everything else falls apart this is this is more present now for me than it's ever been because of like i told you the the tumors that i'm dealing with now um and from that that foundation i feel like everything else falls in line like learn to release fear also because that will stop you from living um so and you want to live and not just be alive um that's definitely easier said than done but keep working at it and it'll one day it'll all make sense just keep stay persistent with it okay so i'm sure you got you got a lot of that out um for ladies i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm sure you got a lot out of that, ladies. Sorry, let me get my words together. I'm over here taking notes. <laughs> I got the blessing, blessing or a lesson. I got the prayer and the vision. Um, and I got the living versus being alive. Um, I think the biggest thing for myself, just in general, that I could take away from this um, time is like, like paying attention and taking care of my body. Um, and I think that's the thing that we take for granted as, just people Mm -hmm. in life Mm -hmm. um until like now we have this virus Mm -hmm. that's out on the loose and so now everybody is like getting a ginger tea going yeah everybody look everybody everybody (laughs) girl let me get my lemon right right everybody help me now but you know what um like if you said prayer and like god is so my my friend I love her. She used to say God is so smart. Mm-hmm. And it's like such a funny, it's like a funny <laughs> thing to say about God, but right. he, he is. is too. <laughs> like he, he is so that. smart. Yes. Um earlier in the year, I I literally stopped drinking coffee. Like let's let's they're not gonna talk about now because I have my couple cups. <laughs> but I stopped. Like when the new year came in, and the only thing that I was drinking was hot water. Um, lime juice and honey Mm. and I had no idea why the Lord had me drinking that from January all the way until like every morning and I would make two 
So I would have one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. Um, and I was just drinking that, like, and I had no idea, like, why was the Lord having me drink that? And then, lo and behold, there's a whole thing out on the loose, um, nice. whole virus. And, like, so my whole body and immune system was just, like, up, up and going. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I had already been taking in you. My husband is, like, like, a health nut also. So he has, like, a ton of, like, um medicinal like um oils like oregano oil and all those things he has like b12 liquid and mm-hmm. like our whole cabinet like we can't even put the seasonings up in there child because he's got all the you know um so like sometimes like if i'm feeling a little way i go in there and i sneak a little couple things that he done made up he always keeps a batch of something made up just so we could just you know drop it but yeah so like don't take your body for granted mm-hmm. and you know like she said if you are praying god will let you know what you need to be doing mm-hmm. for yourself mm-hmm. for your body um literally your body will cry out like my lips all the time is so dry because i'm literally you know doing i start cleaning this i start going out picking up the kids toys and the next thing you know my lips are dry because i need to sit down and drink some water, water. Mm-hmm. so yeah so your body will let you know what you need and sometimes like you crave certain things like my my husband's talking about how he was craving turnips because there's something in the turnips that his body needs i don't know how much i want turnips but you know what (laughs) you're gonna let him go with that (laughs) right okay so ladies we hope pearls should i say pearls we hope that you enjoyed the show um we are going to wrap it up right here Please make sure you follow me at Nate Evans, N-E-T-T-A-E, Evans, E-V-A-N-S. Follow me. Um, it is a page where you will be encouraged. And um, I just share what I'm going through every day. Um, and you may see a picture of my two toddlers up there every now and then. Um, but yes, follow us. Visit our website also, www.pinkpearlscurls.com. Sign up for our email list because we have a lot of things in the works and you don't want to miss it. Um, and we're going to let Trina have the last word and then we're going to see you at the next uh, podcast time, Wednesdays at 12 a.m. every week, every week. Yes, Pearls, it's been a pleasure. Um, Tay, thank you for um, lending your platform. This is so necessary. Please keep doing what you're doing. Um, you're doing an awesome job and the ladies need you. The pearls need you. Um, so keep it up. And ladies, thank you so much for, for listening. Please keep tuning in. All right. So pearls, we will see you next week. Remember, Wednesday, 12 a.m. every, every, every week. And there's going to be some surprises and some changes coming up that you don't want to miss. Love you. Peace. So we hope that you really enjoyed this episode with myself and Trina. Um, Like I said, it was a two-fold episode and you were able to hear um, different experiences that she had faced and is currently facing. And you also heard the friendship, the role that our friendship played in it. So just to recap, for those that might have missed it, um, I was the one that actually delivered the news um, to her about her 
boyfriend's death, okay? And that was, I actually didn't know that she didn't know, okay? So I didn't know that. Um, so when I called her, um, I gave you all that story. In the second part of Trina's story, I was actually the one, only my, myself, I took a flight down to Florida and I packed everything with her in with the U, in the U-Haul and I drove the U-Haul all the way back to New York. So we drove from Florida all the way back to New York. So that was how our friendship played a part in the second part of her story. The third part, um, our friendship really didn't play too much of a part, but you see the difference between our friendship, which was consistent and long-going, even though we had went our separate ways after a while, um, but still the uh, friendship was so strong that when we would get together, it was like we would never apart. Um, and so, and then the fourth part, um, her current situation that she's struggling with, with the tumors, um, I actually um, decided to join her in 3 a.m. prayer very recently during the pandemic and um I I don't know I reached out to her because I noticed that she I noticed like I told you guys when my friends are quiet when they're um when they're moving differently I noticed that so um I reached out and I just you know wanted to see what was going on and so you know through my I know what to say to kind of like you know see what's happening um, and through that, I joined her in 3 a.m. prayer, and lo and behold, I was I would pray. We would pray on our separate, like in our separate homes, like not jointly, but like just coming together. And through the prayer, the Lord showed me um, some things, and then I started doing some research. And she has said that was like a confirmation, basically, because she just like changed her diet and went completely vegan and stuff like that. So you know, when you have that connection and that friendship. You know, it's always good to have somebody that you can rely and depend on. And I know I can totally rely and depend on Trina for whatever and anything. Out of all my people, um, we have been the closest for the longest. Um, so, yeah, get 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 you a Trina, okay? Get you a Trina. And I hope that your friendships um, are as deep as our friendship. And I hope that nothing comes between. And like, like we said, we weren't even talking when... This, when I had to call her and deliver the news about her boyfriend's death, um, I don't even remember why. But we have like times like that where we just like weren't talking to each other or we're upset with each other, and those things happen. But you know, you 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 mature and you move on. You don't stay stuck in holding grudges because those are the things that that's another thing of being unhealthy. So our episode today is it's unhealthy, you're unhappy, and today we we dug into healing and positivity. I love you guys. Please make sure you're following me at Nate Evans and please make sure you are listening to us every week. You do not want to miss what's coming up. Peace.